Hey, I'm Max. And I'm Cade. And Hey, Cade, I heard that you ripped your shirt at a bodybuilding competition the other day. Yeah, Max, I was just trying to show off some of my sweet gains and uh, accidentally ripped my shirt, so I had to go online to onceuponat.net to get a new one, or new ones, you could say. Uh, for those who don't know, onceuponat.net offers you the chance to support artists and their designs on things such as men's and women's apparel, posters and blankets, tote bags, coasters, and a whole lot more. Every week, they offer brand new designs inspired by movies, TV shows, video games, and more. They're giving us the chance to save you 10% while shopping at onceuponat.net by entering promo code RAGCHU at checkout. That's promo code RAGCHU for 10% off. Support independent artists and, of course, the podcast by shopping at onceuponat.net. Now, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to Rack 2, and if you're as curious as a kitty cat as I am, you can follow us over on social media at Rag Chew Podcast. I'm Max, and 250 pounds here on Earth is 94.5 pounds on Mercury. No, I'm not fat. I'm just not on the right planet. Not on the right planet. <laughs> hey, I'm Cade, and uh, in honor of the 30th anniversary of Universal Studios Florida coming up here on June 7th of 2020, one shining bright star that will be yesterday if you're listening to this on monday when this will post um i thought i'd throw this one at you in uh, 1989 universal studios claimed that walt disney world and the walt disney company and its ceo michael eisner copied several concepts of the universal studios park that was set to open a year later and integrated them into disney's recently opened at the time mgm studios park they are a bunch of thieving bastards. <laughs> you know, actually, now that you say that, I've heard that the um, a, a rumor about the Brown Derby hat shop that's in Universal Studios yes. and then the Brown Derby restaurant. Yes. So indeed. originally they were going to use it as like the Brown Derby restaurant that's in Hollywood. Uh, Universal was placing that in there, but B- Disney beat them to it. So then they had to make it a hat shop versus a um, restaurant like Disney did. How disappointing. How disappointing. Yeah. I know. And I'm pretty sure the Cobb salad was invented somewhere around there by somebody. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> but, I did not know that. Yeah, there was. I think it was invented at that restaurant. The Cobb salad was invented at the Brown Derby restaurant, like the actual one. Over, in oh, yeah. Okay, that's what I was going to um, Yeah, the Cobb salad was invented there. I, I may be wrong, but I've heard some sort of rumor of that. Of that Is it a, I've never actually eaten there in Hollywood Studios or in Hollywood in real Real Hollywood. Um, so I'm curious, is that like a main focus on the menu? Do you know? I honestly, I think I've eaten at the Brown Derby restaurant at, uh, what is it, Hollywood Studios now? Yeah, yeah Hollywood, yeah. Studios. Hollywood Studios. Studios. I've eaten there, I think, once. I think okay. I've eaten once, but I was a very small kid, so I really don't remember it. Um, so, no, I'm going to yeah. say, but um, I don't know. I'm just like, I mean, it's not that I haven't been to Hollywood Studios plenty of times. It's just that I go and I'm like, I'm going to Pizza Planet. <laughs> I want to eat the pizza, drink a beer. <laughs> so, you pizza know. Planet. Oh, <laughs> man. Myself, man. It's just, pizza Planet. Pizza <laughs> Planet. It's just uh, that they have the sci-fi dining theater there, too. It's, it's not that good, though. That's what I heard. Actually. I've eaten there once. I've the eaten there once. Cool, but I don't. I didn't think I'd be impressed by it. Yeah, I ate there once just because I thought it was gonna be cool, and it's really like I'll say the concept is cool, where it's like a drive. It's supposed to be like a drive-in movie theater, and you eat inside right. of a car. I think that's really really cool. 
but it's uh, the food there is not that great. Maybe they've revamped it. I don't know. I once again have not eaten there since I was mm, twelve, maybe, and so it's been a good uh, well over about tw- 10, 12 years. So somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, so it's been a good amount of time. But uh, the only reason why I ever went to Hollywood Studios and uh, cursed Disney, you bastards, uh, took away the great movie ride, the greatest movie ride to ever exist in the entire world. Less than a minute now. Yeah, yeah. It really what? The, the hesitation in your voice, Cade. I'm so well, upset. I had to think about it. I mean, it, I, was, I was comparing to other attractions in Hollywood Studios, and I had to think about it for a second, but it really was pretty good. It was so good before they even changed it. So before, for those of you who are listening and you have not been to Disney Hollywood Studios, um, the beauty of it is there's one, a person, a cast member who's typically spieling and they have a script that they follow and that kind of stuff. And it was so much fun until they changed it. And whoever the frick his name was, I don't remember who it is. Do you remember who like started narrating it? Uh, Some guy from AMC movies or something. I don't remember. Nah, I don't famous know actor. I know it was a famous actor um, who would read it and it just ruined all of it. But when the people were spieling, it was fun, and that's what made it. But it's really cool. It's a journey through the movies. And uh, I even have a sign in my house of The Great Movie Ride because I absolutely love The Great Movie Ride. I thought it was, it was fantastic. It was really good. I, didn't, I did not get the opportunity to go ride the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Rail Car Adventure. Runaway <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rail Car Adventure. I can't remember what it's called before all this happened. I, I don't have like an annual pass or anything. I just, uh, I, I still know enough people that I, I go when I'm allowed, you know? I go when I'm allowed. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I, I hadn't gone to uh, experience um, any of that per se. So today uh, was my first day back at work since. Uh, the whole COVID stuff has started. I've been working from home, um, and uh, it had been, uh, I mean, you know, I'm very gracious for, I never was not getting paid during this, uh, which is awesome. Uh, great company who took care of us uh, during this time is Comcast, NBC Universal, um, and uh, I, I can't thank them enough for what they've done. Some other folks who work for other companies we may have mentioned already in this podcast were not so fortunate. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, man, I'm super thankful for all that. It was it was cool to be back. It was good to see uh, people, and uh, it was good to um, it was good to be around, man. It was just good to walk through the parks, and I know there's people there, and I'm still trying to be careful, and we need to be very aware that uh, it's, it's not over just because the uh, – American government doesn't want to pay for it anymore. It doesn't mean that it's over, okay? It's still a very real thing. So I'm being careful. I still got a kid on the way who will be here in just a few weeks, and uh, I'd like to be there for it so I can't be stupid or anything. So uh, lots of hand sanitizer. Uh, I put hand lotion on when I got home today after I, of course, took all my clothes off, threw them in the wash, sanitized everything that I had, took a shower, um, and then uh, found myself, uh, you know, uh, lotioning my hands because they were very dry. So, um, moral of the story that I'm telling you right now is I was glad to be back. It was it was good to get out of the house, and I'm very fortunate for the company that we work for. And a very happy 30th birthday to Universal Studios Florida. Yeah, I mean I'll I'll, I'll uh, second that. I think it's awesome uh, to see the reopening efforts all over again. It's really really nice. I mean I'm with you, and I think we should be taking the right precautions and that kind of stuff. But I think it's really cool to to kind of see it all come back together, you know, especially with, I think SeaWorld is opening up in two weeks. 
or is it next week? I think it's next uh, week. I think they are. They're the eleventh, so it should be next week. Yeah, yeah the uh, next week. Yeah, so the week that this uh, premieres, this podcast premieres, it'll be open, which is really nice to hear. Um, but I, I'm really excited to to kind of get back to everything and and see everything come back to life again. I think Disney's going to be shortly after. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of nice and. And I'll also say it's been kind of nice to be getting out of my house a little bit more often, you know? Oh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> really nice to be getting out of my house yeah. versus being trapped inside of it so much. It's know? nice for, like, you know, when the, the whole thing started, it was nice for um, probably the first couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, because that's what everybody always wants. It's like, God, dude, I wish I just had, like, a week or two to chill at home and not have to do anything or go anywhere. And then you hit that point and you're like, okay, now I'm ready to go somewhere. But I'm not allowed to go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we went to see, where did we go to? We oh, we went to my favorite cheesesteak place that's in, uh, it's over towards the Claremont area. And oh my gosh. I mean, so you're not allowed to eat inside of it because it's a really small um, space, I guess. And uh, oh my gosh, it was so good. Those cheesesteaks are to die for. And I've been dreaming of those cheesesteaks throughout this entire quarantine. That is. And sushi. I'm just, I'm waiting. I know we talked about it on a previous episode, but I'm just yeah, sure waiting did. to eat some really, really good sushi. That's all I need. Yeah, that sounds really good. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a heartless individual. And uh, my wife, Patty, one of her favorite foods of pretty much all time is sushi. And she can't have it right now because of raw fish because she's pregnant. So I'm not going to go buy it and, and be a jerk and sit there and like eat it in front of her or like suggest going to a place I know serves it and then doing it. We're still avoiding going to restaurants until after our son is born. Uh, but uh, so, yes, I am very much in agreement with you that that sounds amazing and I cannot wait to have some. Uh, but I, uh, you know, for the sake of staying alive, I'm not going to do that to my wife. No, I get that. I get that for both your wife and your future child. It is better to be careful. Well, what is it? The uh, old saying, it's better to be safe than sorry, right? Yes, it's better to be safe than sorry, they say. Better to be safe than sorry. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, I mean, it was so I'll say today, Cade, we were really, really happy. Uh, we got a big purchase inside of the family. We've added a new addition to the family. And uh, that uh, that purchase is a grill. I'm I'm so excited. I'm Every so homeowner's dream, sir. It, it was a, it's a very proud day, sir. A very proud day indeed. What kind of grill did you get? Enlighten me on this on this grill of yours. That you so got. we got a charbroil, charbroil four uh, four burner with a little side burner because my wife wanted a side burner so bad. I was like, we really don't need a side burner. I was like, I'm gonna be honest. I've only ever used a side burner maybe once in my ever time that I had used a grill. One time you're gonna want to deep fry something or make a little sauce to go on your steak. <sighs> yeah. I mean, you're going to wish you had it. Well, I kid you not, that was the first thing she said. Is So she likes to, she gets frozen fries, and then what she does is then fries them so it actually, like, turns out better, you know? Right, right, what right. she does. She puts them in the oil and everything else. And um, so she was like, well, I want to be able to make fries. You know, I want to be able to do that. And I was like, okay. She was like, well, I don't want to, like, oil up the entire house and cause grease to go everywhere. She goes, I guess I can get an air fryer. And I was like, no, I mean, like whatever but they were around equivalency and price anyhow without this with the side burner and without the side burner so it was like right. i think it was 15 dollars more so it was like oh for 15 dollars okay, you might as well just have it precisely you know? the debate that we had which was like for 15 dollars why would i not just get it and just say screw yeah. it you know what yeah. i mean if it was like 50 or 60 then maybe like eh, you know oh exactly exactly so um i am now lord grill master max yes um, <laughs> yes sir <laughs> 
but I'm, I'm actually really excited to, to use it. And my wife and I, though, reading the reviews of this grill, um, everyone said that this grill absolutely sucks to put together. So I am not excited to be putting this thing together. Apparently, people are saying it takes them two and a half hours. So, Cade, at the end of this, my wife and I are going to be very lucky enough to be able to sit inside of the couch and maybe see if our marriage will last. You know? <laughs> <laughs> if you, have you ever put anything together from Ikea? We have twice. If you have, have if you have, you're going to you're going to make it through the grill. So, uh, yes and no, but I'll say sometimes <laughs> IKEA furniture can be easy and the ones yeah. that we're putting together were pretty simple. I mean, we've put together a bed frame before and that was oh, I think we almost killed each other, but you know, we stayed Understand. together and uh here we are still married, you know, but uh That's great news. Who great. knows? <laughs> great. <laughs> great news. Great, great news. Great news. Great news. Absolutely. But um it's it's so it's so nice. So I'm like, all right, we'll see. It's and it actually wasn't a bad price too. It wasn't a bad price, and it's stainless steel, Cade, and it's propane. It's propane, not charcoal, because I propane, propane accessories. Propane and propane. <laughs> hey, kill! <laughs> I sell propane and propane accessories. <laughs> <laughs> Bam, Bobby. That boy ain't right, Peggy. <laughs> you know, I was talking to one of my friends who's like really big into anime. And right, the funniest right. thing that he said was, is he was like, you know, King of the Hill is like a western anime and i was like what and he goes, it's literally like an american western anime and i was like i mean yeah you're not wrong i guess i've never heard that comparison but neither really have, have me thinking it, it, but it is i mean if you think about it it is it's it's animation i mean it's a cartoon and so then i started bothering him by asking him uh is spongebob squarepants an anime um is uh powerpuff girls an anime all this other stuff, and he proceeded to tell me no to all of these. But I just, you know, I don't really understand the anime world, I'm going to be completely honest. But I just had to bother him a little bit after he said King of the Hill was an anime. You know, you don't insult Hank Hill like that. Oh, absolutely not, sir. <laughs> Dang old thing. <laughs> no, I get you, Boomhauer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I totally understand. Boomhauer, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Who's the guy? I'm forgetting his name. I, he, I don't know. The only thing that goes through my head is like Barney Fife. He's very Barney <laughs> Fife, you know? <laughs> the guy who wears the A shirt. Is it Dale? Is it Dale? The guy who wears the A shirt and he's half balding? Or the oh, like, Bill? Is it Bill? Yeah, yeah. The, who's uh, He's half balding. And, he talks uh, like this. I, he, I don't know. No, Bill's the... Oh, no, yeah. Dale's the one who always wears the uh, uh, sunglasses. Like, oh, never, Dale's never, the one who wears the sunglasses. Never takes his glasses off, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. And then it's it's Bill then who who talks like this. Hi Hank. He talks like that. Hi Hank. Hank, how you doing, man? He's the one who's a little special. Yes, yes, that really isn't that bright. Is it him? Who his wife? That's his his like wife is married to the Native American or whatever, or like is sleeping with the Native American. Yeah, 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 yeah. Know it? Yeah, Nancy, who's uh. Yes, Nancy. Banging John Redcorn. Yeah, John Redcorn. He's like, uh, this is, listen, if you've not ever watched this show, like, I'm not spoiling anything for you. It's pretty straightforward. So uh, I'm just saying, yeah, so Nancy's banging John Redcorn, at least in the beginning. Things, uh, you'll see how things turn out if you've not watched it. Go watch uh, King of the Hill. It's Uh, all all episodes are on Hulu right now. Um, Oh, is it really? I didn't know that. Yeah, not too long ago, a few months back, a few months back. Oh, Uh, man. 
But uh, yes, uh, all uh, episodes are on Hulu. John Redcorn's banging Nancy. Uh, their illegitimate son Joseph Dale. Yeah, that's what it is. Joseph. Too stupid <laughs> to think that he thinks it's his, and she just lied to him and said that he has Puerto Rican blood in his family. Yes. <laughs> that show is so funny. And then one of my favorite quotes from that is, um, oh, I for- can't forget the guy who's from Laos. Um, oh, um, Khan. Yeah. Khan. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, I, and uh, he goes up and he's like, um, where, where are you? Where are y'all? Where, Hank goes, where, where are you guys from? And he goes, we're, we're from Laotia. We're Laotian. You're from the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stupid it's, redneck move in next door. <laughs> it's just so funny. That show. And I agree if, for, for Kate, if those of you who have not watched King of the Hill, you are missing out on a good time. I used to watch that on Adult Swim all the time. And I will say that show had no need to be on Adult Swim. It's not even that bad. No, Don't it, be wrong. It's, it's really not. It could have been on like regular Cartoon Network just maybe in the evening. But I think it's like I think kids of a younger age maybe uh, would have had a harder time getting into it. Yes. Well, and that's what um, I was just about to say is it's not really meant for kids it's just i I don't know i I don't think it was really meant for kids but it's more of a i don't know it's not really a bad show either yeah because i remember growing up as a kid i always thought it was like really bad because it's on adult swim like everything bad was on adult (laughs) swim you know yeah and and, but king of the hill is not bad at all oh damn it bobby damn it bobby man gotta narrow urethra <laughs> oh gosh, the stuff that just happens. Come on, Becky, we don't talk about that. <laughs> well, that's okay, Hank. We can tell everybody. It's nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> just go watch. Like, listen, just take our advice. If you've never seen that show, do yourself a favor and uh, start up King of the Hill. The uh, the first season, uh, you can definitely tell the difference between the first and second season because the animation gets a lot better. Yes. Um. But uh, it's good stuff, man. One of my favorite characters in the entire series. Didn't know this, honestly, until much later on. Um, but I've talked a ton about how much I uh, I, I like Tom Petty and uh, love Tom Petty. Wait, wait, wait. You like Tom Petty? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, didn't know this, but Lucky. Lucky's one of my favorite characters was voiced by Tom Petty. Which one is Lucky? I can't Lucky, remember. Lucky is the one that Leanne eventually got married to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Okay, the weird kind of kind of like red. I guess he's everyone's redneck in that, but redneck guy. You're not too terribly sure, like if he's got all, like if everything's there or not. Yes. But he, uh, but he tries, and he likes, uh, and he loves Hank and loves uh, Luann, and they end up moving, I think, across the street, if I'm not mistaken, uh, into the house that uh, earlier in the. I guess era you could call it uh, that the Dallas Cowboy player moved in and caused a ruckus and all that. <laughs> yeah, that house goes through like the, a lot of weird things where they have all these weird neighbors who move in and move out. And eventually I think Lucky and uh, Leanne move in, but Lucky, I didn't know for the longest time. I'm like, I, it was in the credits one day that I finally paid attention and it was like, Oh yeah. And guest starring Tom Petty. And I was like, what? And then I Googled it and I was like, yeah, Tom Petty, please look. Yeah, man. It's, it's kind of like how I was talking about in that 70s show. The one episode, uh, I think it was that wrestling show or something is whatever they called it. I talked about in a past episode that I was like, Oh my gosh, there was a ton of wrestlers in there that I knew that's, that's weird. And it's weird. Cause I saw them and I was like, wow, all those guys look really familiar. And years ago I watched it and never knew. 
But I will say King of the Hill has some of the has some really, really good writing to it. It has the jokes are really good. Don't get me wrong, there's not all the episodes are good, but they're really the, the writing's great. You got to watch it. I'm with Cade. You definitely yeah, got to watch it. You got to watch it. Absolutely. And I've actually started watching, and I, I watched it years ago, but I've never actually finished the series. Avatar The Last Airbender. And just because I know it's on Netflix right now. And man, that is a cool show. Have you ever watched it? Uh, I have not. I I, I want to say when it used to come on, like I, I just, maybe I didn't give it a chance. I just never got into it. Okay, so I'll say I I did the same thing back on Nickelodeon. I think one summer it was like on all the time, and so I was bored, and so I started watching it, and I actually kind of started liking it. This was when I was a kid, and obviously I got older, stopped watching, and that kind of stuff, but I always tried to watch the entire series, and it's actually a pretty... Don't get me wrong, it's, it's, there's nothing complex that goes into the series, but it's actually a pretty good series. I, I really liked it, and it, it's, yes, a cartoon, it's an animated cartoon, and basically the concept, for those of you who don't know what it is, um, is a boy named Aang, um, basically, and this doesn't reveal anything for anybody, it literally happens in the first episode, so... Mm-hmm. Um, he is a what's called the Avatar. And in this world, um, there's different nations that represent four different elements. So air, earth, fire, and water. And um, he, as the Avatar, basically is uh, the master of all four of these elements. And he basically is the peacekeeper um, on the entire earth, you know, nation, amongst all the nations. And uh, one day he disappeared and two people find him, but he disappeared because he was trying to save his life. And so he had mi- gone missing for 100 years. And then the Fire Nation, who's like, you're bad guys, are taking over the world and killing everybody. And there's really only a couple um, nation- small like nations and tribes and stuff left. So it's actually mm-hmm. a really cool series. I'd definitely say give it a watch. i give it a couple episodes. I'll say like the first and second episode are, you know, obviously they're trying to build up the story. But as you go, it's actually a pretty entertaining kind of show for being and this is what I was talking about with my wife she was like isn't that a kid's show and I was like it's kind of is but it kind of isn't don't get me wrong there's some stuff that you're like all right that's a little childish but the story is kind of entertaining it's got I like this character builds and everything you'll like it I'll say give it a try kid it's definitely kind of cool yeah yeah man I uh I'm I'm all I'm all for it I uh I need to uh I got a lot of shows on the list right now um which uh, I've expressed before that I have a hard time doing more than one at one time. We just finished watching Space Force that came on. Uh, how is it? I gotta ask. How is I, it? I I loved it to be honest with you. I think we both loved it. It was it was very good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, the comedy is um, is right up my alley, but I also feel like it's very uh, well written. And John Malkovich is like the perfect character for what he plays. He basically plays the head scientist at Space Force. Um, I, I saw some things out there that were like, is Space Force a flop? And I was like, no, like it's, I, I didn't want to have too high of expectations because, you know, like, I think there's probably a lot of former office fans that were like, oh, you know, like it's going to be great because of Steve Carell and this, uh, it's, it's very similar, um, to the office in a way, not in the camera shooting style, obviously, but uh, his character, uh, Steve Carell's character, is fantastic. John Malkovich's character is great. It, I, I really enjoyed it, man. I thought I thought it was awesome. I'll probably end up going back and uh, watching it again at some point to see if I missed anything. 
Um, but uh, yeah, man, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I kept hearing, like you said, like mixed reviews on it. I've heard some people say they really like it and some people that don't. But I think the people who don't like it, exactly what you said, are comparing it to something like The Office, right? And The Office, the American version at least, is is very well written and it's very different. But I'll say The Office has some really bad and cringy episodes too. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. absolutely. Just like any TV show. I mean, you can't get every episode perfect. Uh, hence Game of Thrones. I've never watched it, but I'm just mentioning that out there for everyone who is a Game of Thrones fan. Um, but I, you can't get everything perfect. And I'll say, I think a lot of people are expecting it to be something like that. And it's it's not. It's made by... It, doesn't it have the same some of the same writers, though, from The Office? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to uh, I'll have to double verify that. And if it did, I wouldn't be terribly surprised just based off of how some of it's turned out so far. But uh, I still thought it was very good. Well, and I'll also say, I when and this doesn't reveal anything. At this point, we've talked about this in a past episode. If you haven't watched The Office, you have a problem. Spoiler alert. It when Michael Scott leaves, it just gets it just goes downhill. Yeah. It goes yeah. downhill. You're so right. I, Steve Carell, I'll also say he shifts his humor, his humor, and that's the one thing I really enjoy about him more than I like about someone like Jim Carrey when it comes to humor, right? Is Jim Carrey is always the same. Same thing with Adam Sandler. They're literally just Adam Sandler playing Adam Sandler and or Jim Carrey playing Jim Carrey. There's no, there's no in between, you know, there's no like, Oh, that's a character. And Steve Carell, the one thing I, I like about him when it comes to his comedic style is don't get me wrong. He's still the bumbling buffoon, you know, but he approaches the characters differently, but he's not Steve Carell as Steve Carell starring in this TV show or movie, you know? Right. Right. Um, because I personally, I'll tell, just throw this out here. I can't stand Jim Carrey. I can, I, I, I like Bruce Almighty. I think that's an excellent movie. Um, what is it? Uh, Ace, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Yeah, I like that. That's good stuff. But that's about it. That's all I can really like by him. Adam Sandler. There's some movies I can like by him, but it's too childish and stupid humor, so I can't stand it. Did you like, um, did you like Liar Liar by chance? Did you get a chance to see that? I don't think I've seen it before. If you like, I know the name um, of it. I think you'd like that one. It's just because it's like it's Jim Carrey had. Uh, I agree with you in the avenue that um, I don't like pretty much any of his later anything that came after the number twenty three. I'm not really a fan of. Um, that, when number twenty three? When was that? That was. Uh, Is that fairly recent? No, no, that was that was a little bit ago. Uh, but it was like he tried to do something serious, and I, I just didn't think that it was his 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 deal, I guess. And you know, I I understand certain actors uh, don't want to uh, be defined, I guess, by a specific type of role. Like he was defined by comedy, I guess you could say. AKA Bill Murray. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> but so he tried something different, and I don't think it worked out. Uh, but that that was I want to find out real quick. Uh, that was 2007, uh, which okay. after that came a couple of good ones. So Yes Man was 2008. I liked that one. Never watched that one. Um, it was, was Click. Was Click before that? I think Click was in the early 2000s, wasn't it? Click. That was Adam Sandler. Oh, that was Adam Sandler. Yeah, Oops. that was Adam Sandler. Uh, after that, I'm I'm just looking to see if there's anything else he was in that I liked. Uh, other than, I mean, he was in Anchorman too. He played the same guy he played in. Uh, no, yeah, he yeah he was in Anchorman too. Was one of the the guys in the fight scene, which I don't. You can't, oh, the can't the play. anchors, the other anchors. Yeah, I, I was just yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. find something that he did after that that was actually like 
uh, worth the crap or not. Yeah, I, there's literally nothing that came after the number 23, aside from Yes Man, that I actually liked. Everything else was pretty much trash. Before that, he had some uh, he had some pretty he had some misses too, but he had some good stuff. Liar Liar is a really good one. That one was 1997, but highly highly recommend if uh, if you even if you have a negative perception of Jim Carrey, uh, check that one out. It was it was pretty good. Yeah, I've never. I, I don't know. He's just. It's just the very childish humor is the thing. But that's the thing. I love Will Ferrell, so that's the thing that I go. How how do I like Will Ferrell, but I don't like Jim Carrey? But I'll also say, I don't know. I'm thinking really hard into this, but I think they're different when it comes to comedic styles. Would you agree? Yeah, oh, wholeheartedly. I mean, it's too hard to. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's too hard to group guys like that into the same uh, category. I think that they're different in style and they're different in uh, a joke type delivery. I mean, yeah, it's it's different. It's not the same. Is the moral of the story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I I love Will Ferrell, um, and then Steve Carell. I'm trying to think what big movies has he, he been in that I can think of. Well, this, uh, uh, what is it? The Forty Year Old Virgin. Yeah, that, that yeah, was probably his Virgin. first real big blow up movie. Yes, that made him like explode. Yeah. And how old? I'm curious on how old he was. He had to be in his 30s. I want to say with yeah. that movie. Yeah, I want to say. Well, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know because he's looking. I think he's in his 50s now, right? Yeah. Well, because that's the thing I'm sitting here thinking about. It's like he. He dropped into the scene quite late, you know, like he was in his 30s or something and he got uh, the 40 year old virgin. And then I'm trying to think of what other movies he's been in other than like Bruce Almighty, Evan Almighty. He's 57 now. OK, it's Is he really. Wow. 57 now. It's 2020 and the 40 year old virgin came out in 2005. So he was uh, 42. Wow. Wow. Dang. He got his start like really late. Yeah. Yeah, he really did. I don't know. There's not been. um yeah, there's not been a ton, I guess, movie-wise, uh, that he's been in as far as, like, he, he does uh, the voice of Gru in uh, the Despicable Me oh, movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I don't, I don't want to count, like, animated flicks. I don't think that that's, I don't think that's quite the same. No. As far as, like, uh, as far as big movies go, man, I there's not really a ton on here. Uh, starring roles, his biggest starring roles, no kidding, has been Gru in Despicable Me as far as... Uh, uh, movies go. I mean, TV series. He was in the office. The office. Uh, he left the office uh, about the same time Despicable Me Two came out, and hmm. uh, after that, he didn't really do too much else as far as, um, as far as anything goes at all. Yeah, yeah he relatively stays pretty quiet when it comes to his. Um, he reminds me of. Um, I'm thinking of that. Why am I blanking out on that actor's name? And of course, I'm referencing Ghostbusters here for everyone who's listened to our past podcasts. Hey, hey. hey. Um. He, what is his name? And he was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Um, Martin. No. Were you thinking Martin Short? I was first Ghostbusters. When you said Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, I don't know why I thought that. Oh, dang. He was was the gatekeeper. Why am I blanking out on his name? Uh, Rick Moranis. Oh, okay. Rick Moranis. He gatekeeper. Interesting thing about Rick Moranis is he, uh, that was, he got a big break. And he was a comedian, obviously. But his he got really big with Ghostbusters, everything else, and then disappeared. That's, he disappeared like that. It's weird. Yeah. Well, and he said the reason why he did it is because he had a family, and after that he wanted out. Yeah. He he wanted out, and he wanted to be able to spend time with his family. But um, he's done some small stuff recently. Now that I'm sitting here watching, he's done a lot of TV series, a lot of animated stuff. Yeah. It looks like, but the last like 
big thing he did was in 1997, Honey, I Shrunk Ourselves. Um, and then everything else has been like small little projects. The last thing he did was The Goldbergs, a TV oh, series. Yeah, that show is actually, um, it's actually pretty funny. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 uh, I haven't, I've never sat there and watched it, um, I guess episode for episode, but like when it comes on or when uh, Patty's watching it, I'll, you know, I'll tune in here and there and, uh, I enjoy it. I haven't obviously enjoyed it enough to be like, oh, let me sit down and watch this in the order I was probably supposed to watch it in. But, uh, I still enjoy it when it's on. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. Is it Netflix or, uh, no, I don't think it's on Netflix. It came on TV. I don't remember what channel. Huh? But it's a TV. No, but I'll say he was really cool. Rick Moranis. But it's interesting to hear how he just, he got super, super popular and then just disappeared. Yeah. You know? It was weird. He kind of, I guess, just moved along. I didn't know he was in Brother Bear. He was Rut. The voice of Rut. Uh, I don't, I don't know about that. Um, but yeah, he also did Little Shop of Horrors, which I always forget about. That he was Seymour in Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, I, I always forget that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always forget. But yeah, it's it's interesting. But I'll, I'll say like I don't know. Going back to our original thing, it's it's kind of interesting that he kind of dropped out. But the different kind of comedians that are out there, as you can tell, we're uh, commodians. We tell jokes to toilets. Wait. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think that all by yourself? Um, no, I'll be honest. I think that's a joke my dad told me, uh, going back to dad jokes here, told me years and years ago. And, uh, thanks dad. It's stuck with me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> stuck with me. Commo- commodians. That's what he said. He'd be like, Oh, are you a commodian? You tell jokes to toilets. <laughs> and and, and so... I didn't get it for the longest time until I got older and I learned what a commode is. You and know? what's so great is on the last episode, we talked about dad jokes and you didn't bring that one up and no, and now I'm mad. You know what, Dad? You're welcome. There's another one for you. We're getting closer to Father's Day. I'll just keep doing a, a dad joke every day every for Father's Day until we get to Father's Day. Cue the laugh reel. Cue the laugh reel. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cade, I think uh, I think that, that about wraps up today's episode. You got any uh, quotes to end us off here, my good sir? Yeah. Um, actually, as a matter of fact, I did. I did find a good one this week, and uh, I went with a Dr. Seusser. Um so here you go. Take and make of it what you will. But uh, uh, the quote goes, sometimes you will never know the value of a moment until it becomes a memory. Hmm. So is that basically like supposed to be saying look back at our quarant- before quarantine and what it was like before? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whenever you think it's bad, uh, realize it can always be worse and enjoy every moment that you have while you're in it. Yeah, you're not wrong. Well, um, we'll add, I know you guys heard before this show don't forget to check out onceuponatea.net and use promo code RAGCHU. That's promo code RAGCHU, the show you're listening to, uh, to save 10% and uh, support the channel. We really, I mean, the uh, podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for joining us on another episode. Don't forget to follow us over on social media at RAGCHU Podcast. And uh, Mr. Howard Dean, take us away. Woo!